welcome back to 801 Dodger. We are back uh, on the saddle again. Like I said, it's good to get back uh, the other night to recap the series in Miami. And here we are, uh, three more games in the books from New York. Uh, just finished up, wrapped up the series with the Mets. The Mets take two out of three. Uh, overall, I'd say pretty sloppy series. Uh, very good series, very close. Um, honestly, felt pretty playoff esque for those who watched it. I think you could kind of feel that, especially last night, the night game. Um, but yeah, it's kind of sloppy. Let's just get into it. Um, we'll start with the first game on Tuesday night. Uh, my first impressions, honestly, I mean, we've seen the Mets a few times already this season, I've watched a couple games. I just don't, they don't strike fear into me. Maybe that's a little biased. Maybe I'm taking them for granted, but I just, that lineup to me is not overly scary. Um, I can see the hesitation against the starting rotation and some of those bullpen guys that are nasty. But honestly, I, the lineup is very top heavy. Even then, I feel like we neutralized them pretty well. Um, but again, a very tight series. If that ends up being a playoff series, probably would go seven games but anyway uh some notes from game one on tuesday um we were pretty sloppy we shot ourselves in the foot some defensive miscues some walks um luckily we grinded some at bats we ended up tying the game joey gallo hit by pitch was pretty clutch with bases loaded um and then who i thought was the player of the series until today gavin lux um super clutch in the first game um, Luxy worked a full count, uh, drove in a run, drove in three runs actually in the first game, three of the four runs he drove in. Um, but he kind of, <laughs> he kind of pissed on that today. Um, but yeah, the story of game one, we really should have, I thought, put it away early, left so many guys on base, should have dominated. Um, a few guys just are struggling to barrel up a baseball right now. Belly who on Twitter and just in general, I'm a huge Cody Bellinger defender fan. I love him. Um, I know a lot of people don't. A lot of people are not impressed. But I feel like the last couple weeks, he's he's looked significantly better at the plate, even if the numbers don't show it. But right now, he just he's not barreling up a baseball. And that was pretty evident in game one. I took note of that as he was in a couple spots where he could have done some damage. And he's not striking out as much. He's just... He's not hitting the ball. So all in all, uh, still held the lead late. And then <laughs> the biggest shock move uh, to close out the game, pitching-wise, the recently just barely had picked up Heath Hembry. He came in, pitched a scoreless inning. Jake Reed comes into the game in the ninth against the team that cut him earlier this year, and he shut the door for a save. Pretty anticlimactic save, luckily, which pretty funny. <laughs> um you could say Dave Roberts was kind of flexing a little bit or even just throwing that game away, just seeing what he had, seeing pretty much some postseason auditions. But, hey, it worked. They got the win. Game one, it was a huge win. Um, yeah, kind of knocked around Walker a little bit, but left a lot of guys on the hook. Um, so, yeah, game one, got the win. Game two last night. I think everybody expected DeGrom to kind of shove. It's not often that 
you will light him up you can maybe you know grind a couple at bats get a timely hit here and there get a couple runs but if anyone expected to do better than they did i don't know what to tell you because it's jacob Degrom. when healthy i mean i think he's the best pitcher in baseball um and he showed it yesterday he shoved um that being said if if you saw the game on tv there were plenty of just deep fly balls deep line drives that looked good I mean, they, he wasn't blowing everybody away early. There were a couple, um, like I said, guys just missed barrels. Um, but that being said, couldn't really do much. DeGrom shoved. He had, I, I think, 10-plus Ks. I have to double-check, but he was good. But on the other hand, Tyler Anderson also was dueling. He wasn't as dominant, per se. He wasn't striking out as many guys, but... When he gave up hits, he just completely locked it down. The only exception was the two-run homer, obviously, to Marte. That was their only scoring. Um, but, again, final line for Tandy in that game. Seven innings pitched. He did give up eight hits. But of that eight hits, only two earned um, on the home run. Three Ks. So, he went, for the most of the game, went toe-to-toe with DeGrom. Seven innings pitched is also a huge plus in a game like that. Um Mookie again <laughs> the only run we can we can scratch across is Mookie going yard he took DeGrom yard which isn't too surprising even though it's DeGrom just Mookie's been that hot and then obviously the play of the game was late JT just absolutely smoked a ball the dead center that looked gone but I don't know what it is about City Field and fly balls or if it's the TV angle that they use behind home plate but I felt like there were a million baseballs that off the bat I thought were gone and then never got out. But JT smoked it to center. What most likely would have been game-tying homer against DeGrom, but Brandon Nimmo chased it down, robs it at the wall. It was honestly a heck of a play. Just kind of got to tip your cap. It was That was the kind of night it was. You just miss your chances. Guy makes a great play. End up losing the game 2-1. Um again hell of a series that was kind of the encompassing game where just back and forth just two pitchers dueling a couple of home runs it just so happened that their home run had a guy on and Mookie's was a solo so that takes us to game three day game today luckily I got to watch a lot of it uh, during work even though I was working but um, Kirsch Clayton Kershaw back on the mound um, much anticipated crazy thing is he had only been out since August 4th, which I just, with all the different things going on with pitchers and injuries, it's, I honestly, I thought he had been out for almost two months, but um, good to see him back already. No rehab games for him. He's just right back in it. The, that being said, the first inning for him was rough. You could tell he was trying to just establish the fastball. He was all over the place, could not throw it for a strike. Um, He had three walks, which, I believe I saw on Twitter it was his first game with three walks in like seven years, which was also against the Mets in the playoffs. Um, three walks, he included a walk with the bases loaded, but he freaking cruised after that. Um, ended up going five innings, which was kind of the limit, but he retired his final 13 batters. Um, ended up going, <laughs> Mets batters were one for 16 against Kirsch today. Um 
so he he definitely found it. He started mixing in the slider, which is obviously his best pitch now, which is crazy to say with how good the curveball is. But batters were 0 for 8 with 4Ks on the slider. So hat tip to uh, Dodger Insider on Twitter. Got that stat. But, yeah, great job. Buckled in after the first inning. Gave up nothing. Goes five full. He was dealing. Had some had some great Ks. Struck out some guys in big spots. He had Pete Alonzo looking like a fool, which he pretty much did all series. So that was nice. Uh, second inning, finally, we got some guys on base. Um, bases loaded. Chris Taylor, finally. You could tell he's been trying to just hang his hat on anything. He's just been striking out left and right. A little bloop, blooper into right field. Um, score two. Trace Thompson gets thrown out at the plate, which super weird scenario. Um, obviously, it was a bloop. Is a bloop double, so guys had to had to freeze, had to make sure it dropped. Um, so JT scored, Luck scored, but in kind of that chaos, Trace got a pretty good read actually from first base, so he was screaming around second. And Dino Ebel, um, if you weren't watching, was he obviously was giving JT and Lux the wave, but he didn't realize Trace was so far, so close behind. So Trace thought he was getting sent when Dino meant to hold him up at third. And Trace was freaking <laughs> thrown out by a mile at the plate, which, I mean, at the time, seemed like whatever. Um, you just played it two runs, took the lead early, um, but ended up really killing, definitely killed the rally with bottom of the order, trying to turn the, turn the lineup back to the top with some guys on base. Um, ended up being a pretty brutal miscue there by Dino to send him. Um, so, yeah, that kind of sucked, but... Also, another crazy stat, before the late innings, uh, Joe Davis mentioned on air that in this series, which this was the seventh seventh game of the series this season, we had split the first six, three and three. Both teams had also only scored 23 runs apiece through the six, first six games. So if there is any doubt that these two teams are the best in the National League before this series, it's very obvious that that is the case. These are by far the two best teams um yeah looked looked to be cruising with the pitching until late um but the pitching was fine really the defense is what killed us um caleb ferguson was cruising on his way to get out of the out of the the jam he was in the inning he was in uh luxy though if you didn't see it just a ground ball from starling Marte, just pretty lazy ground ball to gavin lux who played it just absolutely routine Goes to throw to first, but Marte beat it by about a step. Which, you go back and watch the replay, and he just looked way too casual. Um, definitely could have charged the ball, given the flip to Freddie. You're out of the inning. Instead, pretty lazy. <coughs> Marte scores. Or, sorry, Marte gets on base. Um, wasn't an error, though, obviously. Just charges a single. And then very next batter, Lindor. Smoked a ball down the line. I thought it was gone. The whole stadium thought it was gone. Um, but then later just drops a sing a double into the gap. Marte scores to tie the game when the inning should have been over. Um, or almost over, which was a huge miscue. Um, same thing a little later. There's a bloop between Lux and Betts, who looked like Lux was calling it the whole way. And then at the very end just pulled up, even though it appeared Mookie did not call him off. So that also led to another run. Got a guy in second. He ended up scoring. So 
just abs, just miscues left and right. Sloppy defense all series, really. It there, you don't try to make excuses because you obviously want your team to play crisp all the time. But it definitely watching that game today looked like a team that had just played four in Miami and three in New York, and they're probably ready to go home. Um, but yeah, just mental errors, defense in the base paths. Um, Edwin Diaz came in in the eighth, which. After last night, uh, the live trumpet performance, I think he was a little juiced, and he was all over the place. He was, he was ready to blow that game. A um, couple walks, Muncy gets on. I uh, Joe Davis mentioned this on the broadcast the uh, last time he faced uh, Edwin Diaz in 2018 on the Mariners. That was kind of the last time Diaz was really nasty. Muncie just took him yard late in the game. He blew the save. Vividly remember watching that game just because it was in Seattle. Diaz was so hyped. So it felt like something was going to happen again. Muncie takes it for a freaking ride. Oh, thought it was gone. Same thing. Every every deep fly ball looked so good off the bat. Muncie flies out. Runners tag. JT comes up. Exact same thing. Gives it a ride to left center. Deep left center. <laughs> Nimmo at the warning track so run scored guys tagged again but just same same deal just a couple miscues here and there a couple balls that are just barely missed you don't capitalize on runs um a couple interesting quotes i saw from dave roberts after the game um talking about some of those defensive miscues he said oh clearly for me we beat ourselves i think there's nothing more frustrating than not playing fundamental defense I think overall they played better defense and played well enough to win the series. Which, yeah, I mean, if you watched the Mets, unbelievable defense. I mean, Nimmo with the home run robbery. There was one today. Lindor took a base hit um, away, turns into a double play. It was unbelievable. Um, it looked like it was going to make it through the middle of the infield. So, just kind of how it goes. Um, losing two of three sucks. You obviously want to win a series, but at the end of the day, you know, you're 18 games up in the division, 90 wins on September 1st. Um, life goes on. The real big story today is Kirsch is back. Looked very good um, post-game. I know he also said that there's no way to simulate a major league game, so he just needed kind of an inning to settle in, and he definitely settled in. He was he was dealing. The breaking stuff looked healthy. He looked healthy, so... Yeah, exciting to see where we go from there. Uh, other news, um, so some roster news this week. Uh, Brewstar Gratterall back to the injured list, which that definitely sucks. Um, his elbow, his arm's not feeling too great. So hopefully it's just kind of giving him some extra rest so they can get him, you know, a few appearances before October. Um, but on the other hand, Kirsch got called up. Miguel Vargas is back. Um, Dave Roberts said he wants to get him some looks at third, some outfield reps, also DH. Um, so hopefully we'll see if his bat can provide a spark. Um, other moves, Trinan is coming back tomorrow, and Phil Bickford is back. So we'll see how it goes. It's definitely, with this kind of runway, it is kind of nice to, you really can get a good look of what the postseason roster will look like, which... In the coming weeks, I'll definitely start doing some predictions on that. It's kind of too hard to tell right now. They have so many, so many guys that should make the roster. Some guys who aren't even back up yet. I mean, 
Tommy Canely's coming back. Edwin Rios has been raking in AAA, but frankly, there isn't room right now. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Hoping that Trinan can come back tomorrow and it can look pretty good from the start. Um, yeah, so some notable stuff from this week, other than what I've said. Evan Phillips, again, two more scoreless appearances in the series. He's an absolute stud. Um, like I said, Lux drove in three <laughs> on Tuesday couple other uh timely hits but then today just did not look as great uh tyler anderson huge start yesterday toe-to-toe with the grom jt has been absolutely barreling the baseball another double today he's just been he's been smoking base hits all over the field um and then trace trace thompson gets another start today a couple walks should have been a third walk he was rung up on a pitch about six inches outside so um the plate discipline is still there so again, things look good. Um, looking forward to the weekend. Uh, get the Padres again, who are still just the Padres. They've been kind of off and on. They're getting a little hot, but they just swept the Giants, who are also dead in the water. So it'll be good to see how we stack up. It's also just I'm excited to watch a game back at home. Feels like they haven't played at home in too long. Um, yeah, looking looking forward to the, looking ahead to those games tomorrow night. It'll be you Darvish versus Dustin May, which should be a great matchup. Um, feel like we're starting to see Darvish a little better as the season goes on. Dustin May seems to always ramp things up against the Padres against Manny Machado. We'll see if he can uh, strike him out with some nasty two seam cutter into cutters again. Um, Saturday you got Sean Manaya versus Julio. Um, Manaya has been absolutely terrible, including last time he saw the Dodgers. So hoping we provide a bunch of run support early and often and Julio can do his thing. And then Sunday, Mike Clevenger versus Andrew Haney. So uh, going to be a good test. Again, obviously the Padres are, as of now, a playoff team. Their lineup seems to be, at any moment, they could get hot. Haven't really seen it. Obviously, we just swept them a couple weeks ago. But they're definitely going to be hungry. We see them, including this weekend, we see them nine more times and uh, through the rest of the season. So, yeah, it'll be fun to see how it goes. All in all, Dodgers still looking good. Let's just get back home and let's, let's do our thing. Until next time, guys, thanks for listening, and go Dodgers.